Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. We are recording today from Healing Interactive Massage Therapy. They specialize in lymphatic therapy and cupping massage. It is honestly like the most relaxing thing you'll ever do. It's great. Um, You can visit their website at healinginteractive.com for more information, but believe me when I say it's like legit the best thing ever. Um, They've been gracious enough to let us record in their office space on their off days. Um, So yeah, give a big shout out and a thanks to them for allowing us the space to do this podcast. On with the show. Hey, I'm Drew. Welcome to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. This is where we drink coffee and discuss our favorite movies. Each week, one of my friends and I will talk about a different movie. So brew your favorite coffee, relax, and let's get started. Welcome back to Movies and Mocha's Caffeinated Film Talks. I'm here once again with Jake Cly. Hello again. And we are going to talk about Free Guy. Free Guy. Yes, I love this movie. Yeah, so I much. do too. I I just saw it recently and uh, fell in love with it. It's so funny. I've watched it so many times. How many times? Uh, um, hold on, I have to count. She's counting on her fingers. For those of you that aren't here, at least seven or eight times. Wow, how many times in theater? Three. No. Th- four because i saw it at a drive-in too that, yeah that counts yeah ish oh it did it was a shang chi and free guy feature <sighs> i still have not seen that dude <laughs> look i work a lot <laughs> i was in a foreign country for three weeks and yeah so free guy now, so good how much was this movie delayed before we get started we should talk about its start yeah so this is one of the pandemic movies in the sense of it kept getting pushed back it was uh supposed to be oh um the release no the release original release date was july 3rd of 2020 okay and then it was pushed then it was pushed to december yeah that's what i'm seeing here and then it was pushed like it got pushed like five times um i'm gonna pull up this picture quickly i have speaking of like from the drive-in I uh, I have the original release date poster. Well, it says July 3rd on it. And then I also have... Are they trying to go for like the freedom thing? Uh, and then another one that says August 13th. Which is the actual release date. This year. Yeah. Awesome. So this was... I was in Mexico. So yeah. So the first poster is of <laughs> Ryan Reynolds doing like the superhero pose where he pulls yeah. his clothes off and underneath is his costume Just but it's tie. actually his it's the same uniform <laughs> and the catchphrase is the world needed a hero they got a guy they got a guy free guy july 3rd and that's like the original poster careful there and everything and then the final one's a lot cooler yeah a lot more action going on in that one got a lot yeah, of yeah. got a lot of explosions which makes sense for free, free city, city. So this is is. the one I was talking about when I said uh, that people photoshopped Hugh Jackman in Ryan Reynolds' place. That's awesome. Yeah. I think Hugh Jackman's in this movie. He is. Um, So first, a little bit of info about this film before we get too far into it. Cast and crew, directed by? Yes. So it came out 
August 13th, 2021, after several pushback dates, uh, Sean Levy. Yeah, Levy? No, I don't know. Sure. Call him, up, call him up and ask him. You, you've got connections, right? Not that well. Uh, Sean Levy directed it. Ryan Reynolds, Jodie Comer, Taika Waititi, Joe Keery, Lil Rel Howery? Ray? Uh, it's R-E-L. R-E-L. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Call he, him up and ask him. He plays Buddy. Yes. Yeah, I see that here. Um, They all starred in it. So many more people. And yeah, so cameos. Ooh, now those those I don't know exactly. I didn't look those up. Well, I know Channing Tatum. Although, Obviously. I, well, you say that, but when I first watched it, I did not realize that was him in the first scene. I, uh, I, the glasses I knew it was. Threw it off, but I was like, man, who is this guy? He's cool. I want to be him. I don't know why, but... I knew who it was, but I couldn't remember his name. But that's just my own issue of like, oh, I know this person. I know who this actor is, but I don't know what their name is for the life of me. And then I was like, oh, yeah, it's Channing Tatum. Well, I know when I was looking up some stuff to talk about, Jodie Comer, mm-hmm. which I want to say Comer because that's Spanish. Okay. Um, she was in The Rise of Skywalker. She plays Ray's mom. Now, for all your listening audience, how many Star Wars movies have you watched start to finish? Ready? Go. Does the Mandalorian count? It does not. Then zero. Zero. Okay. We're working on it, folks. We're working on it. I've seen both seasons of The Mandalorian. And why is that again? Because it's good. Uh, no, come on. You can be honest. They all know. Everyone oh, knows. Yeah. No, it's because jo- it's John Favreau's baby. Okay, okay. We've, it's out in the open, everyone. That was the initial reason to watch it. And then as I watched it, I was like, oh, this is really good. This is. It reminds me of Firefly without all the sex. I don't know what that is. You don't but, know what Firefly is? Um, is that on Netflix? It was a while ago. It's an old sci-fi show. It got canceled after one season. Uh, Nathan Fillion was the main actor in it alan tudyk was in it uh and a couple other people it was space cowboys it was really cool did they have laser swords uh no it's been a while since i watched it since again there's a lot of sex not like game of thrones but one of the main characters is a prostitute and they talk about it a lot it's more talked about than shown but still are we still talking about Star Wars? No. Or are we Firefly. talking about Free Guy? This is Firefly. Anyways. No, this is Free Guy. I know. Watch. It's at, Firefly is really good. Noted. It got canceled after one season and it shouldn't have. Hmm. Um, but it's definitely an, an adult show. But you're talking about some of the cameos. So Channing Tatum. Yeah. So Channing now, Tatum is like the main one. Yeah. Hugh um, Jackman. Yeah. Do you know who he is? Yeah. So he, so I didn't catch it the first time, but then as soon as I did, that's all I could hear. When Millie, it drops down into the alley to get mm-hmm. the map yeah. where the stash house is. He's that dude. He's in that the dude in the, hidden, the, the hooded character. Yeah, you can't see his face. Yeah, um, he's that one. Uh, Tina Fey. Yeah, is she's the, the mom, mom vacuuming. Now I don't think we see her face very well. It's just the voice. She's credited I love her as voice. just the voice. As uh, there is no God, so you're 22 <laughs> and living in my house. So I don't think that was her physically. I think that was oh, someone okay, else. Okay, they dubbed. Because if Got you it. look at her credit, it just says "mom vacuuming" in parentheses. Makes sense. Voice. Uh, rewatching it for it, I figured out one of them. Uh huh. It's. Um, the voice of the skeleton guy who he takes the glasses from. 
yeah. guy takes it. It's that's The Rock. That's uh-huh. Dwayne Johnson. And yes. I was, when I heard it, I was like, God, I know this guy. I know this. And I was going to look it up, but I didn't want to. You know, when I watch a movie, I, I've I've grown very particular where I don't like interruptions in the movie. So yeah, I was watching it. and I, I didn't want to look it up. Yeah, that is The Rock. <clears throat> uh, John Krasinski. Um, I think I would know him if I saw him. He's Jim from The Office. Yeah, I didn't watch The Office. Jack Ryan. I should watch those. No, not Jack Ryan. Sorry. Uh, shoot, the other one. It's an Amazon Prime show. Anyways, yeah, here. He's married to Emily Blunt, which is what that picture is. But yeah, he wrote The Quiet Place. Oh, okay. They met because she recognized him as Jim from The Office. <laughs> Something borrowed, a quiet place. Free guy. Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan TV That's the series. One. Tom Jack Ryan, mm-hmm. not Jack Reacher. Yeah, I he wrote you said that. I thought you said either way. Okay, cool. He wrote both Quiet Place movies. Um Yeah. So he was so John Krasinski was the uh you know, later when they're doing all the interviews of people talking about playing the game and npcs and not recognizing him and now recognizing him and it's just like that black shadow outline of a dude that's like yeah i used to oh, shoot yeah. npcs all the time that's him oh gosh. that's john krasinski that's funny he does a lot of voice cameos he was in monsters university oh yeah i just watched that maybe like three months ago mm-hmm. it was good it was it's one of brody's favorite movies yeah I, i've watched it so many times okay who are the other ones? I know. I think some of the the streamers, the the YouTubers. Those are all actual those YouTube. Those are actual people. YouTubers and video gamers. Blake Lively has a cameo. Okay, I vaguely know who that. That's is. That's Ryan's wife. Okay, I was gonna say Blake can be. Blake Lively. That's that's his wife. Ah. Okay. Cool. Um, she is the player who gets points for brutality. I don't know exactly which one that is. Oh, there's a kicking. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's she. Oh yeah, she's the one that kicks him in the face. Him. Yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, So that's her. Uh, Alec Trebek plays himself. Yeah, I think that's the last one that he did. It is. It's that's his last appearance. Um, Chris Evans. Naturally. As himself, which we'll is really cool. Fun fact about that is, uh, so they shot this film in um, Boston, which is where. Chris Evans was shooting Defending Jacob at the same time back in 2019. And when Ryan found that out, he's like, hey, would you like to come? Like, could you come to set and do this? And Chris is like, yeah, but I'd love to be in and out within 10 minutes. Like, just because Ryan had explained what the, it was literally like a super, super basic scene in and out, blah, blah, blah. Right. He was in and out in seven. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Which That's is awesome having starting to work on film sets that is like that blows my mind i mean they had to have everything else ready oh yeah the the full quote is like ryan says i told him exactly what was happening and we were 100 percent ready for him before he even got close to set he was in and out in about seven minutes that's awesome that's insane uh but it's probably probably one of the best cameos no, absolutely. That's the best. I mean, we can. I, it's okay if we skip to the end. You want to skip to the end? Yeah. Kind of. Maybe. It's it it really seals the movie for me and like. Um, oh, it's one of the best parts. You know, like the plot. Um, 
what am I trying to go with? Uh, narratively, that plot ramps up and then it comes back down. You know, that's how it goes yeah. for storytelling. But that's kind of what happened for me in terms of just laughter and enjoyment. You know, it, it got all the way up and seeing Chris Evans there, that's the peak. That's the peak of it. And maybe we should explain what there. the movie is first. I think they, I think, I mean, who hasn't watched this? Raise your hand if you haven't watched this listening. Okay, no. Well, one. it's right, like we're ready. two months old. So I suppose. Spoiler alerts. First off, before we get any further in, you want to go back and edit that in the front part? Nah. Okay. P- if people still listen to this before watching the movies, they're yeah, I really can't help you. Here. They're a lost cause. Um, this this is also why I like the movie. It's super lighthearted. Um, yeah, it's an easy it's, watch. It, yes, it's exactly what I was gonna say. It's a very easy watch. You don't have to think about it. You don't like. It's not gonna. It's not you Iron out. Man three. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Civil War. It's not Iron Civil Man War. three too. Iron Man 3-2 can get pretty heavy. Three, No, it's just 3, not 3-2. T-O-O. Oh, okay. Anyways. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun watch. Uh, it is super original. Like, how many other movies are there that, you know, there? it's like the real world, video game world, live action, the NPCs coming to, like, becoming, like, growing AIs, like, the idea, the concept of this movie is pretty original. Yeah. No, it's, I'm trying to think of how best to describe it. It it doesn't make fun of itself. Mm-mm. It doesn't make fun of the real world. It's just something that, it's not a stretch. I mean, there's there's obviously some things in here that are movie magic type things where it's. Well, it is a video game. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie. It's a video game. It's not entirely, like at the end, at one point they're like, they're going to turn off Respawn. Oh, well, everyone in there will not be able to play again i'm like how is your game set up like do you get you just only you have one death i don't know but either way it's it's a fun watch it's an easy yes. going watch and you know it is it's very video game heavy they have a lot of references to different video games yeah everything it's based off of everything um and i'm not a gamer i my video game peaked at playing mario kart and mario brothers on the wii Ooh. And Wii, Sports, and Wii Sports. And Wii Sports. Wii Sports is great. Wii Sports is, is like top sports video what, games. What's funny is it, it is real, a lot of fun. Uh, Wii Sports Resort. They made a second oh, yeah. one. I have played that. And that is really good too. Yeah. It's addictingly good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I'm really f- good at the tennis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can get I can get pretty good at tennis. Anyways, so I don't. That's those are my games. Yeah, you're not a, you're not a gamer. I, I'm I, I not am a gamer. gamer. I'm a retired gamer. I would say like I used to play a lot more, mm-hmm. okay, because I would have more time to do that. Um, now you have to be an adult. Now I have to be an adult. Yeah, but when you said that you really liked this movie, I was a little surprised. Like I and knew you'd like it for the comedy. And that's why it's such an easy watch. Is like because there was there was a, there was a lot that I was like I recognized this as a reference. I don't understand it, but I still like it. Yeah, and you sometimes you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to get all the inside jokes. Right. But like, well, and some are funny. really obvious, like Grand Theft Auto and Fortnite. Yeah, I've definitely. never played either of those, and that's essentially what Free City is based off of. Absolutely. Which is the game in the movie is called Free City, for context. That's what um, Guy, blue shirt guy, who ryan reynolds plays is he lives in free city and it's a video game but none of them there know that because they're all npcs living life and i like that they think 
that the sunglass people, quote unquote, are like the heroes. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. When the heroes the concept of the game is to just destroy everything. Yeah, there there is no. No. It doesn't seem like there's any mission based thing. It's just get in there, collect a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Well, the missions are like robbing someone. Well, such a story, yeah. story mission type. So. Yes. Yeah, we don't get that context, but no. it's it, it does. It almost starts super cheesy, like, like it intentionally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because the character of Guy is just like this naive walking through life. This is how it is. This is what's cool. And he's explaining all of Free City. And even like when he wakes up, like in the morning, good morning, Goldie, picks out the same outfit every day, walks to work with his buddy, Buddy, coffee, fantastic. It just, life is fantastic. Super naive. And it's like really cheesy. Yeah. But it's supposed to be. Absolutely. And that's what makes it great. It, uh, I, I just had something. Now it, it, it's out of my head. It definitely invokes um, games right now. Modern, multiplayer, mm-hmm. online games. And there's some references to that. Like when they are in the stash house. When Guy first meets uh, Millie. Millie, Molotov girl. Which I always thought that was an interesting, interesting name to have Molotov uh, as her as her gamer tag thing. Why? Uh, Molotov bombs. Have you ever heard of that? Vaguely. It's it's a cocktail bomb. Kind of like I mean I know what it is, but it's an why easily it? made explosive with like alcohol or kind yeah. of whatever you have. You shove a rag in the bottle, light yep, it on fire. Light it on fire, throw it, and it's gonna blow up. And it's so why is but why is that interesting? What made that stand out to you? Well, generally, they have a, a negative connotation, bombs. Yeah. And they're used... By, well, see, they've been used by everyone. You know, they've been used by, uh, you know, mob, Chicago mob, if you want to think of that. They've been used by you know, other criminals. They've been used by soldiers when they needed to improvise. And I guess it, it kind of represents her character. Like, you can't use Molotov and just, you know like just not ignore it she is kind of you know she's not doing anything illegal per se but she's getting into the game and trying to blow it up mm-hmm. so but but i it, think that, it also fits for such a violent game oh yeah yeah I, i'll give you that uh, but in that stash house they reference she says uh i forget that not everyone on here you know, is basically a terrible human being, and that's interesting. And then she talks about meeting the guy who created the game. You know God? <laughs> and he's a dick? <laughs> yeah, total troll. Trolls exist? Just, I love the, the, naive, the delivery. Yeah, how naive Guy is. Like, he doesn't understand. And when everyone's like, yo, take that skin off. How do you want, why do you want me to take my skin off? Well, he is four years old. It's true. Yeah, I, I love that back and forth. Or when she tells him, so they, they're spying on the stash house, they get caught, so she uses the portal gun to get to her stash house, and he's like, turn around. And, okay. she, and she tells him to turn around, and he just <laughs> he does, does a complete circle. But oh, it's like great. the innocent one where he like has his head up and is just like, yes. why, are I, why am I twirling? Oh, man. A hundred, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. It's like 99 more. Okay, um, 
starting over in the movie because uh, I had I had some notes there. Delicious coffee in the whole wired world. Where he says that very first time, mm-hmm. there's only one thing I could think of, and what was it? Elf. Elf. That's right. <laughs> you guys did it. Good job. World's greatest coffee. Um. So you know that that scene is very early on, and I was like, this is gonna be good. Okay, I'm I'm I'm, I'm good. Um, rewatching it. Sweet the 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 fantasy. I think the song is called Fantasy, fantasy. by well, Mariah Carey. So I was listening to that, or I was watching the movie again, and I stopped it, and I was like, I should watch her. Her, I'm sure there's a music video. There's the time. So I watched it, and that was really weird, and I don't necessarily get why it exists. But then again, I'm not an artist like that, so I don't get it. But it starts well, off with a clown, honest. so I didn't like that part. Let's be honest. Music videos kind of are a hit or miss about quote-unquote artistic creativity yeah so but i watched it and it was weird but it is very catchy it's a catchy song it is this also came out in 1995 the the song did Mm -hmm. so music videos that time were just weird yep so there is that to remember in the sense of for the music video they were just weird at that point you probably didn't notice this, but there's a Halo tank in the background. No. Yeah. You got to be a gamer. Come on. Yeah. It's when there's it's also the train. There's also a moment where I don't know exactly when in the movie, but sometime when he's walking, when guys walking through Free City, after he gets the glasses, um, that in the background there's a bottle of gin that says subtle. Uh, oh, what's it say? Subtle product placement, and it's an aviation uh. gin bottle, <laughs> which is his. Oh, that's uh, great! Gin company. I gotta find that subtle product placement. I noticed when he's checking the ATM. I think it's his first ATM check. Mm-hmm. In the background, there's a guy. There's another player. I think trying to jump on the wall, mm-hmm. and you see this all the time when you're playing games. People trying to find or trying to do something. Or I have. Um, and so he's, he he's wall jumping, down. he keeps sliding, and then you see him glitch. He like gets stuck and he's like it's like shaking. It's like oh, not really. Yeah. And so I, I kind of wish you had seen more of that. Or maybe that happened to Guy once because they talk about later how the game is buggy, the game is glitchy. Um that would have given it a little bit of context. But it, it's not needed. Cause I think when you say that, when you say glitch, that has been that's wide enough to know. I mean, Wreck It Ralph, the glitch, I mean all that but stuff. But I wonder and, if the reason it's so glitchy is because they're using a gaming code that's meant for NPCs to evolve. I don't know. So, and I think I think having Guy glitch would have almost been overkill considering the level up montage of how many times does he die? Sure. He just keeps dying. He keeps getting killed. And I love that do so you know that uh, for a movie to stay PG-13, it can only say the F word once. Once. So now it's a game for me. Of oh, yeah? When, like, can I catch when they use it? It's perfect in this movie. Yes, it is. Good morning, Goldie. Good morning, Goldie. Good morning, Goldie. It's fantastic. Yeah. It, it's like, yep, that, that I understand. Yeah, yeah. Get, I get it. You're so annoyed. Um, 
Did you notice um, right after his his morning routine is opening and closing the blinds? Mm-hmm. How does he develop that tick? Like, well, you see later on that the reason he does it is because you see the reflection of the original code which is kind of like that fantasy land and he's puzzled when he's looking he's like kind of confused when he keeps opening and closing it yeah and it and it's once him and millie figured out he's like this is why i'm always doing this like that's Mm. like when he realizes so i don't know i don't know when it develops but he always does it um the cappuccino bit now see right there the mention of coffee so Medium coffee, cream, two sugars. Mm-hmm. Do you just want to go order that now? No. You sure? Yes. Just because it's not very good, That's or because it's not you don't want the, the cream. No, the sugar. The sugar. No. Okay. Uh, what if it's like Splenda? Would that be better? That's just not what I like in my coffee. What do you like in your coffee? That's your. Are you partaking? It depends. It depends on the mood I'm in. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I want a nice Cuban. I don't know what that is, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, today, I got a mocha. Mm. Well, naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, you do that every day, right? You wake up, you say, good morning, mocha, and you just go. Good morning, movies and mocha. <laughs> right. Uh, if I'm at Crema, right now, one of their seasonal drinks is the Peregrino, which is their version of a pumpkin spice latte. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but it's delicious. So, if you're ever in Nashville during the fall you got to get the Peregrino. They use fresh pumpkin and homemade whipped cream. Mm-hmm. And it's... I don't like whipped cream. Neither do I. I actually said this morning to the baristas at Well Grounded that if you put whipped cream on coffee, it ruins it. This is the one drink it doesn't because it's almost like a pumpkin spice whipped cream with the... And it's like... It, every, the whole drink is homemade. It's not like going to Starbucks and getting a PSL. No. Ugh. Gross. Uh... It's like, yeah, I, it's it's a really good drink. So, hmm. yeah. But it's not medium coffee, cream, two sugars. No. Never medium, um, always large. <laughs> Vente? Large. Okay. Uh, cappuccino bit. I wrote down, watching this, it had that... There was a glitch. Think about it. He asked for it, and she's like, that's oh, not what you Oh, it breaks the get. code. Yeah, yeah, it breaks it. Did you notice the tank... Yes. Turns in yep. the background. Yep. Faces I love him, that. And then Officer Johnny's like, someone's about to get shot. Well, I love the music changes too oh, to yeah. like this horror film. Like, you can't talk about that. The music is And then he fantastic. breaks it. And I love it. Christoph, who did the, who did Christoph the score? Beck. What, did, what else is he, he known for? He composed it. Um, he did the Ant-Man's. Oh, okay. Um, that's the only ones off the top of my head that I know. But okay. I know he's done several. Yeah, there are so many different themes of music in the score. It goes from action to kind of like digital to horror to to like rom-com. Mm-hmm. It, it has, this score has the full range of, because the movie plays different things. Yeah, it does. It's it's really funny. It's really good. Um, speaking of everything in the background with this movie being like a video game, like basically a live action video game, uh, most of the stuff that happened in Free City was live action, wasn't CGI. So, like, the helicopter... So, when Guy first walks out and puts the glasses on, the helicopter is CGI'd. They had a real helicopter, but 
they didn't have it crash into a building um i learned all this because i got to last week i got to talk to i can't say his last name freddie something freddie b he was the fight coordinator on the movie oh yeah um and he was telling me that everything was live action and they had it timed out to the millisecond so like a guy ziplining the guy like everyone driving the cars um everyone being set on fire like everything was live action sequence and then like so like the helicopter crash was cgi but they had a helicopter fly in and they had him like miss the building and so the cgi was it crashing but like the helicopter actually flew down that's awesome yeah so they shot everything like as live action as possible yeah it's not something i would have noticed because i don't watch movies for that Mm mm-hmm but it's definitely something that you pick up on and that I think now viewers, you know, we know, yeah. we get. It's like, yeah, that's a lot better. We, yeah. You know, so even like that car, the it's not even a car chase, but when Guy and Millie are in the orange oh, the end. Chevy and mm-hmm. they're like going up the ramp, like as they're dodging everything, like the stuff flying at them, I'm pretty sure was some of it was CGI, but like that course was like actual driving yeah, someone's driving that car someone's driving that and they're filming it which awesome. is fantastic um so again you're not a gamer no but have you ever encountered the phrase god mode in, in terms of video games or computers no but i've heard beast mode a little bit different okay but yeah so when i when I'm when, again when I'm watching it and just in my head thinking to myself it's like you know the guy's um keys and Mouser Mouser what great great names uh they get in the Such game video game yeah right nerd names um they get in the game and they're chasing him I'm like they're gonna go god mode they're gonna they're they they have access to things that normal players don't so he does and I enjoy that I mean that's a long trope in video games of the game designers actually providing you a way to do whatever you want. Okay. Um, I have two, two distinct references. One windows has this, you can enter a couple of codes and you can get access to things you already have access to, but it just presents them differently. Okay. So that's fun. And then the other one is from a Nintendo 64 video game called shadows of the empire that I really enjoyed and played a lot when I was younger, but it required that you held down. Are you? Do you remember a Nintendo sixty four controller? No. You have any idea what I'm talking about? Nope. All right. For well, well, for everyone else, uh, it's a big controller for the time when it came out, and there are one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten buttons on this controller, and you have to hold pretty much all of them uh, to activate this. Uh, like God mode type cheat in this game, but then you also have to move the control. Oh, is stick. this like the original kind yep, of? Yep, yep, you got it. Game yep. controller design. Um, I wouldn't say original. This came out in late '90s. You know, and you went from the NES Square controllers, Sega kind of curve controllers, but the Nintendo 64 controller was unique because it had two different ways to hold it. You could hold it in the far left or the middle and the right. You always held the right. The it far was right. released June 23rd, 1996. Yeah. For anyone curious. I was definitely alive. Um, I wasn't. 
June? Negative two. Negative two. Okay. Well, you had to do hold these buttons, and I had to use my nose to move the control stick halfway to the left and right and hold it for five seconds, five seconds until it beeped. But it was awesome. It was totally worth it. So just seeing that brings a lot of gaming nostalgic back. I was like, oh, that's cool. I, I get what they're referencing here. Um, and it's a great scene. I, I love he climbs up to the top. And he you has have the, the shoes that bounce. I mean, does everyone think of a think of Miley Cyrus when they see a wrecking ball? It's like, they're going to play yes. it. They're going to play it. It's like, I don't want to hear it, but I want to hear it. I want to hear it. I'm, Yay. Well, I love that they have him where he misses it. Nope. He misses it. And then he ends he survives because he gets the uh that like inflatable bubble thing yeah and i want to know obviously some of it you can so tell is cgi but then at the end he's like actually wriggling out of it and that was real yes well it's okay and so a lot of people are like oh this movie's like not good it's super cheesy blah 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 i love it because the stunt work is phenomenal yeah. I mean, we, I, like I said, I was able to talk to Freddie, who is the fight mm-hmm. coordinator for it. But like, so I found Ryan's double. His name is Daniel Stevens. I was showing you all the Instagram videos that he's posted. There are so many. He's so cool. Coolest guy in the world. Him and then Haley Wright was uh, Jody Comer's double mm-hmm. as Millie. They were both like beasts for this film. Uh, But I want to know like, was just did they have just Ryan in the bu- in the inflatable bubble thing? Did they have right. did they film Daniel in it bouncing up and down at some point? Ooh. Did they yeah like what happens in that? And speaking of that whole sequence of guy being chased by the cops, I showed you that other video, the moment where he uses his shoes and bounces and gets oh yeah flung into the semi pillar yeah. So there's a video on Daniel's Instagram account of him doing that like the BTS of it and his and you can see it in the movie too. His feet, he does like a, so, and I was also explaining to you like what a taco is. It's, I learned it from, I actually learned it when I was talking to Justin Eaton about uh, his, his stuff. He was explaining, he told me what a taco was, but it's basically when your body folds in half. That sounds so uncomfortable. From impact. Makes me not like tacos. It's not, it's, it's not intentional. (laughs) That's, that's the thing is it's not, it's not, you're not supposed to do it. (laughs) It's just happens oh he did a taco like um, yeah so he almost does a reverse one his legs he hits it and his legs fling back and his heel hits his the back of his head i'm in pain right now and i'm just sitting down and i'm so excited i'm like (laughs) right i can see it you're you're awake like throw me throw me into a pillar let's do it let's go right um yeah and i i talked about some of that stunt work i I, I enjoyed the montage. The quick, level up montage. The level up montage. Quick note, when he goes to the his ATM, actually mm-hmm. that other ATM note, that's when he's checking all his money. Uh, his ATM pin, 1111. That's awesome. I was like, yes. Either it, either that or 1234. Like those are the yep. great. It's one of those two. Uh, that's a great it's a great montage. A lot of good action there. And I love the I love the the car scene under the bridge that we get twice. The parking garage. The fight. parking garage fight. I it's great. want First, I need to either see if I can borrow some fake weapons or save up money to buy some. But I want to like find people. I need three people. That's all I need to recreate this scene with. Okay. Because it'd be so easy. I mean, 
looks hard for me. I mean, that's a lot of, you have to be so in sync with, you know, what you're doing. And, and, and you at can that see point, it. it's a dance. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it's just a different type of dance. A different type of dance where you throw people. Yeah. Um, but yeah. fun fact with this one, something else Freddie told me, because of course we talked about it, because this is one of my favorite fight scenes in the whole film. Every oh, time yeah? I see it, I'm just like, because it's so clear and precise. It's mm. so boom, 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 boom. But it's also like not like a big, a basic fight scene. Okay. I don't really know how to explain it. It's like, oh man, I see every single move they're doing, but it's also like really cool. Like Ryan goes to grab the gun because, well, he goes to, the guy goes to shoot him and he moves his arm up and he goes to grab it and the guy holding the gun drops it and catches it with his other hand and then Ryan blocks it and like, uh, and like you know, they have the rifle, and then the girl he grabs his jacket, grabs her jacket, and like twists her and flings her over the car, and like the hand to hand blocking, like it's all, it's yeah, I I don't know, it's just really cool. You see, when I when I watched it first time, I was like, what buttons are they pushing to do this in the game? <laughs> like that's a lot. Like this is a cinematic. You don't do that in a game. Or a lot of times you get to when you get games like that, it's it becomes button mashing. Uh-huh. You know, it's just hit 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 and, and fight 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 and you know but well, to actually play this, a game like that would be really cool to engage but still do you'd almost so. have to do uh, it, i feel like to play this game the way it's presented almost has to be vr sure full body yeah um but what i was getting at with this yeah. fight scene is something else freddie told me because we definitely talked about it is so, like I said, you have Ryan and then you have his double Daniel. Ryan is the one doing this fight scene. Daniel doesn't do it. Because the whole time you can see Ryan's face. Yeah, so he and, and it kind of freezes on him as he's doing that. And oh, yeah, and determined. he's doing great expressions. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's 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 really cool. Um, but, yeah, they trained with him. I don't remember how long, but, like, two to three times a week. He'd come in, he'd go in and work with, like, Freddie and the stunt crew and they would teach him how to do this fight. And so he did it himself, which is really cool. It is cool. Okay, I'm going to slow things down a little bit. Ready? Yeah. Um, this movie's fun. Uh-huh. And it's light. Yeah. But it's also not in a couple of places. It's not. It also has a really deep hidden message. It does. Well, what do you think that meant? Do you want do you want to go first? Do you want me you to go, can go first? first? My hidden message. I don't I don't have it worked out all the way, like kind of uh, teased it out, but I think it has to do with Buddy. It has to do with Buddy and it has to do with Millie. Not together, but separate. There's a separate message that Guy is the, um, he's what extracts that information. He's the catalyst to get all that stuff to come out. Mm-hmm. So his couple scenes with Buddy, um, Buddy doesn't put the glasses on. Oh yeah, that's He serious. wants him to wear the glasses, but he doesn't, but Buddy won't. Mm-hmm. He's just laying on the ground. Kind of has like a, 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 a well, fashion w- pose, but either way. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, that breaks me for a second, but why doesn't he want to wear the glasses? He's too scared. Why? Because he doesn't want to change. Earlier, right. earlier before <clears throat> Guy like breaks out of his mm-hmm. routine, they're talking Maybe about I comfort. Maybe I do do well, they're, this. They're talking about comfort zones. Yep. Yep. He's like, that's why you call it a comfort zone. It's so comfortable to be in. Absolutely. And, and you see the light switch or, you know, before mm-hmm. the scene I'm talking about where, and I wrote down that guy says, maybe I do. 
Yeah. And he gets up and tries. And but Buddy doesn't want to. And I think we can all remember a time where we've done that, where we're like, No, don't come on, just you know, whether it's a friend, a family member, you're like, Ugh, I want to do this for you, but I can't. Mm-hmm. Um and then later, you know, there's not really too much of a down part of this movie that like gets you to where like, uh, I don't want this part of the movie to come. Uh, just skip forward where he's talking to Buddy in his apartment complex. Yeah. Which is very nice and very odd for the game and brightly lit. And well, it's decorated. just white. It's where there's some yellow in it too. Oh, is it? And it looks it looks nice. It looks very comfortable. It looks very. It looks like a good place to live. So he's talking to him, and the notes I I wrote and, and things that I noticed you know right away while watching that scene, where guy is asking, "What if someone told you you're not real?" Okay, well I'm a ghost. What am I wearing? You know they kind of joke about it, and that's good. And he comes up and says, "Well, does it matter? Does it matter if I'm not real? Because this moment is real, mm-hmm. and that's that's really cool to know." Um, or th- like that, that's and a great this comes, moment. This comes after Millie tells Guy. Yeah, this com- Yeah, so in the plot, is, it, and he just like freaks out. Nothing else matters. This is all a so. lie. Existential crisis. Yeah, he freaks out. And, and even his line of uh, when he tells her like this might be a game to you. But bef- I feel alive. But for a second, I felt alive. Right. Yeah. So that's that's really cool. Uh, I like that. I like that message that they get across. Um, there's a couple in the stash house when the guy and buddy go in your security guard's name is, I can't remember it now. Sorry. (laughs) I know I'm, I'm guilty of the same thing. Hang on. I had it. I wrote down. Stop it. Well, cause so Channing Tatum's character is like, Oh, you know, so-and-so and is like, no, his name is this. Yeah. And, and that happens again later. Where, with uh, the real security mouser says that you can know his he can call you by his by your name yeah. instead of what you are and i just think it's well, interesting well and then when buddy dies so fast forward when everything's being mm-hmm. destroyed and buddy finally gets destroyed and everyone is streaming it the security guards up millie gets in to because they're tsunami, distracted because they're tsunami, by buddy. they're distracted and like that's a good security guard right yeah that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. And if you have any movie facts or questions you want to add, send us an email at moviesandmochas20 at gmail.com. Or if you have any movie suggestions you want to add to our list, let us know what you want us to talk about. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just look for the Movies and Mochas podcast. Have a great day, guys.